Hey guys, and welcome back to the M&M update with myself, AJ Morris, and of course, Vicky uh, on the other end of the line. Uh, we are back. <laughs> we are back for another update. Um, did we do one last week? I think we did. We did, yeah. and because I was actually at work, so I had like the noise of the gym in the background, and we were talking about um, powerlifting and yes. various other bits like that last yeah, week. Was, so we did I was do in one. Starbucks. You were, you yeah. were. You had to run out and get some new headphones because your headphones were shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's, that's a funny story actually. Like I've, I've kind of, I, I still go to a coffee shop like once a day just to keep in routine. But I've kind of stopped doing any work in there because I found that like my, 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 my hip mobility and my, my overall recovery went from like hero to zero by just sitting down for like a period of like three hours. I, yeah, I, I really suck at recovering or and like my left hip has always been a little bit niggly whenever I did like two long car journeys or something. So I know that it comes in waves, this whole standing desk thing, because the first time that I ever heard about it was Matt Ogus because Matt Ogus was using a standing desk in like his 2016 16 contest prep. And then I think Steve Hall was using one as well. So yeah. Steve started using one, then I was like, hmm, I kind of like this idea. So I started using one at the start of my prep, and now I think Callum, CR Physique Callum, has got loads of people using it as well. So it's like anything, it's like intermittent fasting, just comes in massive waves of That's people it. it's a trend. On. But, um, but yes, yeah, so it's You'll be def- doing Slimming World next. Time. Yeah, Slimming World next. <laughs> <laughs> um, so cool. This week, we're, we're going to get stuck into obviously giving ourselves a little bit of an update either end as to where we're at and what we're doing. Um, but also we're going to discuss briefly, I guess, what we're planning to do over the Christmas period and whether we're stressed, whether we're worried, um, what we're going to do with regards to food and training. Obviously, gyms close at different times, etc. So first up, Vicky, just give us a brief roundup as to what this week is Thursday. So what this week so far since we last updated has had in store for you. Um, okay. and, and, and what, yeah, what's happened because obviously there's a lot going on that's actually quite different with you at the moment. Oh, massively different, yeah. massively different. <laughs> and when I say massively different, massive being the, the operative word. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we updated last week on Tuesday and, um, I kept it all very, very quiet on Wednesday. I went in and into hospital and had surgery. Mm-hmm. And um, as people have been following me from my stories know, I had a breast augmentation. Mm-hmm. And there was a very, very specific reason for this. And, and myself and AJ spoke about it in depth because I was in absolute turmoil about whether I was going to do this or not. So I needed my boy to obviously say, do you know what? Maybe think about it a little bit more. Um, <laughs> so obviously I did. But bottom line is I went in, I had it done and um, they look amazing. Yay. And it, yay! I'm not going to pull my top up to show everybody. However, um, they that could be the title of the podcast. I'll get so many views. Wouldn't it just? I know. Yeah, just jumps to the straight top of the chart. Funny, tiny titans boobs. No, no, we're not doing that. Um, but anyway, no, they they look really good. I was actually really afraid to look at them um all week and I only just yeah I saw them yesterday um and it was only by a fleeting glance because I it was my first time that I could have a full shower and stuff and I got out of the shower and you've got to leave your top off so I went to go and dry my hair and there they were in the mirror staring at me like headlights and I was like ah shit (laughs) um but they look really good and almost immediately it's almost like I had a huge confidence lift in 
in everything that I was doing. You know, I felt like I was holding myself better. And throughout all of that turmoil, that that turmoil and self-doubt all went away. So um, this week, it's funny that you were talking about hip mobility, um, mm. because obviously I've been sitting down not doing a lot. Yeah. Um, it's so bored. Yeah, it's so bored. I'd, I'd be beside myself. Honestly, it was ridiculous. I was wanting to get up and walk and then, but you get up and walk, you know, and even from the living room to the kitchen and you are drained. Wow. Is that the drugs wearing off? Yeah, Yeah. it's the anesthetic um, because your body just goes through this complete shock, obviously, you know, it's been knocked out, it's been cut about, it's been things shoved in it, things Mm -hmm. taken out of it and then things stitched up and things are not how it used to be. Um, but it was it's been interesting this week and I've been I've been logging everything on my stories and I've been making an entire YouTube diary about it. But I've also been writing my thoughts, my feelings and my energy levels in a diary. Um, oh, so I've been writing those down okay. just to kind of make a make a bit more of a blog. So people who don't watch the video and they prefer to read, they can read it. Sure. Um, and what I was talking about was um, when when you get up from the sofa after a leg day, not the day after, but the same day. You know when you feel that heavy lethargy, but they're not sore? Yeah, yeah. I had that That, yesterday. (laughs) Yesterday. That's what your entire body feels like when you haven't done anything. And I just thought to myself, shit, have I got some kind of muscle atrophy going on after like eight days or something? And then, but it's not. It's actually, you know, it's, it's a really strange phenomenon. You can break your arm, have surgery on your arm, and then you can't walk. You know, you limp. Crazy. so if anybody is going to be having some kind of surgery or, or, or you're recovering from an injury, right? Mm. This is injury related as well. Mm. Um, just be aware that you are not losing muscle. You're not going through an atrophy period as long as your nutrition is on point And it's your body telling you that you need to recover. Yeah, sure. So, you know, just just kind of bear that in mind. But um, but yeah, so driving has been difficult. I haven't driven. So, but my good friend Jack, you know, Jack, the vegan yep. dream, yep. Uh, he came and gentlemanly walked me to the gym yesterday. Oh, amazing. And it was nice. Um, and then nice we had day. a little bit of a, little bit of a cycle on the, um, on the bike just to get things moving. Cause I got signed off to do some little bit of lower body cardio. Nice. Um, I tried it again this morning, but I thought I'm not going to cycle. I'm just going to go for a walk. Mm. Uh, yeah. Treadmill walking, not a good idea. Yeah. So. I did 15 minutes and thought, no, it's not right. So just is not it, is it Is it the weight? The... I think it's a little bit of everything. So I think mm. it's the, the added weight that I've got because it's all in one place yeah. and my body still hasn't adapted to having that additional weight. But also I think it's the impact that you're obviously doing. There's no impact on a bike mm. and nothing is, for use of a better word, nothing is jiggling Sure. So it's not painful. Um, sure. So I think I just did 15 minutes, slowed it right down, up the incline. It was still painful. So I just got off and just did some stretches. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that I was telling Scott this morning is actually a really big step for mm. me because in 2015, when I was going through a prep at that point, even when I was knackered, tired, depleted, I was still like, no, I've got to train. No, I've got to train. No, I've got to train. Whereas now I'm like, Okay, it hurts, so I won't train. <laughs> well done, yeah, well done. Yeah. That's a yeah, that's a huge difference mentally. Massive, massive. So it's it's um, it's bodybuilding in a sense that if throughout the entire thing of bodybuilding is life changing mm. because it can change your mindset from a negative to a positive in so many different ways. Yeah, I agree. Even, even if you don't compete, 
um, I find that it's changed my mindset towards work, towards my attitude, towards my friends, towards you know, you want to use the word balance, but I'm using balance in your off season because in prep you do have to give up some kind of things. You can't have that 100% balance. But it has changed my viewpoint into absolutely everything. Mm. So, you know, people who are getting into bodybuilding now, especially females, um, are now realizing that it is life-changing in so many different ways and empowering as well. Yeah. Um, so God, that went a bit deep, didn't it? For bloody half past eight on a Thursday morning. Yeah. So so my update is actually it is. I think so. And I think what we were talking about before, it makes you human because it Mm. realizes it's it's not just about looking good in a bikini or looking good in a pair of shorts or trunks or whatever. You know, there is so much more to it and you can have highs and lows and I don't know if people watched it on my story, but one day, I think I was only three days post op, I was so depressed. I was down in the dumps and I was upset about everything because I couldn't walk. And when I did walk, I got out of breath. And that made me feel worse rather than anything else because it made me feel unfit. And I'm not unfit. No, exactly. You know, um, I had this ridiculous pregnancy bloat thing going on um, because a general anesthetic, when they use paralytics, it slows down your digestive system, um, which causes this bloat. Um, And do you need to let... It's all right. I'm just looking to see. He's wandering around in the rain and he's he's deciding as to whether he wants to come in or not. He's not he's not at the door yet. When he jumps, I'll let him in. There's my little dog, by the way, for listeners, it's it's Dougie. Oh, uh, I think he heard. Ah, there he is. Oh God, I'm gonna let him in. He heard my name. He's got such good hearing, man. He's like he heard that through the door. That's amazing. Hi Dougie. Ah, bless him. He's massive now as well. Yeah, he is. Where is he? Doug, say hi to the podcast. There he is. Hey, Dougie. Everybody, you have to download this on YouTube and look at it now because you can see how cute Dougie is. He's wet. But he's he's very wet. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I have a few questions um, yes, whilst you're talking. So um, over this period of time, um, what have you done nutrition-wise to sort of uh, make sure that, yeah, you're not losing any tissue um, or at least you're holding on to as much tissue as you can um, and obviously not gaining any excessive body fat at the same time. Um, and what was the, with, with that nutrition approach, what was the overarching goal of this this sort of period of time where you can't train? Okay, so um, I kept my protein the same. Okay. I kept my fats the same. Okay. And I just took out 100 gram of carb. That was oh, it. Okay, cool. Very That's simple. It. The, the reason why I kept protein the same is because um, having a higher level of protein, especially for recovery, obviously does help knit back tissues together. Yeah. Um, it does help healing processes. And obviously, it's going to keep hold of your muscle tissue so you avoid atrophy. Um, fats wise, to keep my calories high, um, for the simple fact that I need high calories. Everybody knows that I was on a ridiculous amount. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I just went down to bikini level, starvation levels, I would shrivel up and die very, very quickly. So I kept fats the same. So 240 grams of protein, which is one, uh, no, about two grams per pound of body weight, which I think is about right for recovery. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Uh, maybe 2.2. Your protein um, is super high, man. It's like Jack Thorburn's yeah. levels. <laughs> it's great, though. It's great. But the thing is with that, you know, I have no kind of side effects. No, um, no bloating, no nothing, yeah. Nothing, no. My protein turnover is obviously very good. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm utilizing it mm. and um, fats are at 60. So yeah. I haven't changed those. And my carbohydrates are at 250. So um, I'm still got a relatively high carbohydrate intake. The reason why we just took carbohydrate down is because I'm not training. 
um, and I don't need it to fuel it. So I would normally have a good dose of carbohydrate pre-training. Um, so realistically, I've just taken that out, um, which is my pre-training meal. So I don't particularly miss anything. Um, I am getting up and eating a little bit later on for the simple fact that um, I have to take antibiotics with food and I can't take antibiotics till 10 o'clock. So I am, I suppose, using a little bit more of an intermittent fasting technique with myself. But when I do get up at like five or six in the morning, because I like to keep in routine, Mm. um, I have a shake. So, you know, I'm still getting something down me, first of all. um, And then eating a decent, good, you know, six, 700 calorie breakfast at 10 o'clock because I've then missed a meal. So Yeah, wicked. And the second question is, do you know the actual weight of the implants that you had? Because surely that's going to, if you don't know the exact weight in pounds, surely that's going to mess with your mind a little bit when you do eventually step on the scale. Yeah, and it was funny, you know, because this is <laughs> what I asked. <laughs> I know, yeah. It was, it was different because I didn't actually take the weight of that into account. Ah. Now, I am very small. I'm very small framed. So the implants that I had, they don't actually come in, um, they do come in weights, but they come in like um, milliliters. So this one was, these ones, I know it's crazy, right? Because everyone's like, oh, what what cup size are you going up to? I have no idea, but they're like 200 mils. (laughs) So, So that's what they are. They're 200 mils each. So 400 mils, if you convert that into your grams, you're looking at about 400 grams, which is about half a pound. Okay. Cool. So it doesn't actually make, nah, not at all. And if you coincide that with the skin that they had to remove, mm. I'm probably eating out. Ah, okay. That's fine then. Yeah. I was thinking if they, if they weighed like a decent amount, it would be a little bit of a, a mind fuck, especially if you're, you know, you're dieting down next year, it'd be like, where am I? Like, am yeah, I here yeah. or am I here? Um, it's like, you know, having, I don't know, like a wearing a hoodie or something throughout your entire uh, yeah, contest. When you but... the, uh, yeah, wearing a hoodie, haven't gone to the toilet, ate late last night, uh, was too hot, stressed and had a high sodium meal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, wicked. Okay, cool. Um, so that's your week pretty much updated. Um, yeah. Now I guess I get a better give an update on where I'm at. Um, I think you should. So you're looking fat. So, uh, <laughs> so weekend, I uh, went to Prague which is amazing. Um, Oh, no, actually, first question about Prague. What the hell was that, like, um, really circular donut thing with... Oh, amazing. They were unreal. Food, I needed one. When I I got home, I actually looked up um, the, like, the rough calories on those, and I was, uh, me and Jack were estimating them. I was like, I was like, Jack, there's probably, like, 900, 1,000 calories in these things. And when I got back, like, apparently the average one, like, not with Nutella in it, but yeah. the average one is, like, 500 calories and pretty low fat as well. So whatever they make it with is, I don't know, they they, they do sort of, they don't sort of cook them on anything, which I think okay. is why they're lower fat, because they're just sort of um, made as, like, probably pancake mix or something similar, and then put on top of, like, charcoal and then sort of heat oh. it up. And then okay. they have like sh- they have cinnamon, a bit of sugar, almonds on the outside, and then inside they well you could choose whether you want it or not, but obviously you want it, so they put yeah. Nutella in it. Um, uh, they were they were hella good. Uh, what else yeah. did we have? I had my first pizza in like ah uh, oh, fuck like a year and a half. Um, it was okay. It was meh. I I like potatoes more. 
Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did I have? Had some really nice breakfasts because um, oh. we're only there for two days. So I uh, had some really nice breakfasts, but we did so many steps. Like um, I was, I do a lot of steps on a daily basis normally because um, yeah. I love to move. But that was too much moving. I think one day we did like 35, 40,000 steps. Um, wow, that's yeah. a lot. My Fitbit was saying that I burnt, like, shifted. I hadn't even trained and I shifted through like four and a half, five thousand calories. <laughs> yes, that's a lot. <laughs> so um, so I, I, I got back and, like, I. Um, obviously, I've got a few other things going on at the moment, which we, we've talked about off air. Um, but I've, I've just been in a position now where I just, like, I'm. I'm a bit done with the scale weight and I'm also a bit done with the whole idea of how many calories can I handle and how much food can I take in. So I've literally just like, since getting back, I've just brought my diet back to like basics. So I know roughly what I'm consuming and I'm yeah. probably either in like a maintenance or a slight surplus because I wanted to run at least sort of maintenance for this week because I just look kind of shit when I got back from Prague. I must be honest. Like, I look like watery, I'd look, yeah, I look like I'd lost weight but mm. gained body fat because of the sodium and the water. Like, I I must admit, I look shit. Um, so I, I didn't skinny look, fat. Yeah, skinny fat. I didn't. Yeah. I, I hadn't trained for two days. I probably lost a few pounds of glycogen because I definitely didn't hit my carb totals, but my fats were super high, sodium was super high, so I was probably thereabouts on calories. I was probably thereabouts on protein because one day we had a huge amount of sushi. Uh, the day, the second day, I slammed in loads of protein bars just to hit my hit my protein. So yeah, I just I just felt like meh. I was just like, right, let's just you know just eat and train. Um, and, you know, it's currently Thursday. I haven't stepped on the scale at all. Um, but I tell you what, Vicky, like, I I look and feel the, the best that I've ever felt before I stopped prep. Like, I ju- I've just, I've just, and, and my hunger's way less. My, oh, my food focus is nothing. Um, my training performance is great. Like, I've just... I think when I overanalyze small, especially scale weight, it after such a time weighing myself every day, it just got it got to me a little bit too much. Um, so like if I saw it fluctuate or if I saw it, you know, go in the wrong direction, I just I'd just get a bit annoyed and I'd be like, what do I do with food today? Do I increase? Do I, do I look flat? Or do I need to eat more? Like I just question myself too much. So I've just been very static and playing with my diet. You may notice on my Instagram that I've I actually stopped share stopped showing a bit of my food. Because, yeah, I noticed that actually. Because because I I actually just got irritated with the amount of messages that I was getting asking me where my calories were at, what macros was on, um, mm. why was I eating bagels? Uh, why was I just I actually just got irritated with it. So I. Uh, trust me I'm still very routine with everything I do I prep all my meals um, I make sure that I'm eating adequate protein I track my macros um, roughly I know where they are um, I mean so would you say that you're more along the lines of intuitively eating them this week um, I or just taking so, a more less still, safe fair approach I'm still tracking everything pretty much okay okay um, so I, I roughly know where my numbers are um, but to be honest with I must admit, I think some of the hunger things is the fact that 
right now with, with some of the stuff that I'm going through at home, I've I, I couldn't give a flying fuck about food. Sure. Um, and I I I you know I really uh, if if someone if someone asks me now, it's funny how like when you have things happen and it puts things in perspective. If someone asked me to do a show in three weeks, um, I guarantee I'd, I, okay, let's say four or five weeks. Mm-hmm. I guarantee I'd be leaner than I was at worlds. I yeah. guarantee I'd do anything I do. I, I'd, I'd, I'd eat zero grams of fat, two grams of carbs and, and, and 400 just, protein, and 400 <laughs> protein. Like, I'd do anything. Um, and, it when when these things happen like you have like a few people have messaged me and i would like to thank anyone that messaged me on on instagram and reached out um obviously want to thank vicky as well for being there for me as well um but you know people did say the majority of the messages i was getting was like you can use this 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 tough time to sort of like make you stronger and 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 fuel your sessions and um you know like it, it, it definitely will do that um, because I will I will sort of you know remember how I felt in this phase and remember that you know when I am hungry in a contest prep it, it's nothing. Um, I've always been like that to be honest, but never as much as I have been now. Um, so I think that you know guys, if you if you're out there and you're like prepping next year, just just when you have a bad day or or you have like a, a tough workout, just just remember perspective a little bit. Um, yeah. because, because it is, it is a large, a large factor in, in your ability to sort of get through the, the mini, mini tough times that are like, are like a contest prep. Um, yeah. and I genuinely think that like looking at the people that achieve like a ridiculous conditioning, it's those people that have actually just been through tougher times and that know that what they're going through in a contest prep is actually relatively easy. Like what we were talking about when you were working at the hospital, you know, you've seen that, you've seen that, you know, yeah. And that's what I, I think personally, that's why you can just push through a prep with, with relative ease and you can get more conditioned than pretty much any other female in, in, in in in, our, in the world basically <laughs> you know there's, not there's conditioned not... enough though apparently oh, this year no fuck, no not conditioned that's enough absolute garbage um and you know like and another one that stands out to me is 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 jack jack thorburn like he put up some pictures today of him him just like and i took some of those pictures and the guy's got nothing on him um and he 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 does sort of, i know that he has a lot going on as well and he's he's gone through a lot of things that have been difficult um yeah. and it's interesting how it's sort of you know you can use you can use it in different ways you can harp you can harp on it you can hold it in or you can use it to to fuel a positive fire um so yeah i think you know that that's realistically my week is obviously i i went to prague had some di- have some difficult things going on at the moment but just you know the the goal at the moment is just to, just to really enjoy like just just being me and loving bodybuilding and and continuing to like do the things like this like the podcast um the 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 ultimate goal will always be there and like the fact I'm still very very consistent don't get me wrong um but I think it's important to have phases where you know you you potentially just it's just back off the gas a little bit in terms of it, like just just being like so arduous about whether I'm gaining weight or whatever like with your weight you know just it's it's nice to just like you said you're weighing yourself less 
Um, oh God, yeah. I don't know. even. I think I'd, I weighed myself when I came out of hospital, um, and I weighed in at something like you know three pounds over what I was before I went in. But I was swollen, lots yeah, of inflammation, so lots of water retention. So that was like last week. And then I weighed in this morning as well, just to kind of keep an eye that I'm not losing too much weight. Um, and I'm back down to what I was before I went into hospital 109. So perfect. You know, yeah. Um, and the, the, the funny thing is, like, I, I do think I do think that I do think that it's optimal to weigh yourself. Mm. I, I don't get that wrong or twisted, but I do think that I could prep without the scale. I really do think that I could. I think yeah. I think that I could prep pretty efficiently with maybe a little bit less stress by just doing regular physique updates and making macro adjustments based on those. Yeah. Um, but I almost think that I'd be inclined. I think I think I'd do the. I think I'd push myself too hard. I think I think if I actually saw the data that I was getting, I think I'd. I'd, I'd be like, oh, okay, I've actually lost too fast here. Um, because, uh, you know, we're both, we're both very, like, conditioned freaks. We love, like, getting absolutely dice. So if we didn't see absolutely dice, we'd be like, I want more, I want more, I want more. When in reality, you could be looking at the scale and see, like, a perfect, pretty much a picture-perfect week. And sure. we could have made no changes and been fine, you know. That's the benefit of having the scales because, you know, you might have had a picture-perfect week. You might just have to wait to see the changes in your physique. So, so I think it's good to have both tools. But certainly weighing myself less and certainly enjoying that because, like, even in my last off-season, I was weighing myself every single day. So I haven't, had, I haven't had a time off that damn scale in a long time, apart from maybe the occasional trip where I wouldn't bring it, you know. And I'd always go on that trip and enjoy it more. <laughs> I never really realized like I don't actually like wearing myself that much no. um but anyway um other things uh training wise I didn't train when I was in Prague the gyms are crap and we we're only there for two days so we wanted to make the most of uh, the travel sure um usually if I usually if I go away I would I would definitely train um you know like when I went to the US I trained far too fucking much <laughs> You really did. Yeah, you really absolutely did. buried the physique in the ground. I, re I said to Jack the other day um, on the flight, I was like, I freaking actually lost tissue. Do you know what? It was funny, right? Because <laughs> there was one atrophied. thing. I know. There was one time on your story and I was watching it and I was, I was sat next to Scott and you were talking. It was your walk in the morning on the treadmill, mm. right? And you could hardly fucking talk. Yeah. And I said, what is going on? AJ sounds pissed. And even Scott said, oh, is so he is he coming back off a night out or something? I said, no, AJ doesn't drink, but he actually sounds pissed. And I think it was literally because you just went through yourself into so much training that your so brain had atrophied. I was so you know? fatigued. Um, yeah, you were. Like, I, yeah, I, I ran myself into, I, I, I basically had, because my immune system is very, very good, it doesn't really, or touch wood, doesn't really allow me to get like colds but okay. when I have when I have like the symptoms of a cold I'll get it in my throat and mm. I could bet uh, <laughs> that entire US trip I could barely speak because yeah. <laughs> I had like a really bad cold but it wasn't like fully blown yeah um, and then obviously towards the end of the trip was when I started using like cinnamon on everything that I was eating like even, <laughs> yeah. even when I ate out I had cinnamon and then like when my sit by the time my sister came, I was having those hypo events, and like <laughs> one, one, e one, one yeah. evening, one evening in like the um, 
in. <laughs> I remember going up in the going up in the lift, um, going back to the hotel room, and like my sister was on one side of the lift, I was on the other, and I was leaning, I was leaning against the door. The door opened at our um, the door opened at our flight of stairs or whatever. I just fucking fell out of the lift. Oh my god, that's I was, hilarious! I was just like, I was, I was doing like thirty five thousand steps a day, training twice a day, and having hypo things with the cinnamon. I was absolutely ruined. Um, yes. But yeah, it was, it was fun. That it was good. I don't recommend doing that. I recommend that actually probably take some rest when yeah. you, when you stop doing shows. But um, until. Until you sort of um, have the euphoria of, of, of achieving a long-term goal, you, it's hard to explain how it feels. Like you can just you feel like superhuman until Definitely. until you realise that you're fucking not. <laughs> yeah, you're really not. You're really um, not. You can be superhuman up until a point. Yeah. And um, then the elevator doors open, and then and you're you not superhuman out, yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other things have happened? I, I've I've um I I I've sort of like on the plane when you don't have your phone and it's on airplane mode you sort of think about things and I was thinking you know do I do you want to try a different split do I want to sort of mix things up because I've been on I've been on like a push pull legs for a, for a long time and I was thinking you know do I want to try like a very going back to a variation of like push pull legs with some upper body days in there um mm-hmm. purely to sort of pri- again prioritize my upper body a little bit more because it definitely does does everything needs to come up but I'd like to improve my upper body even more so because I think I think my my legs certainly improved um but one thing that I I did sort of and you like when you when you come to an end of a season you analyze and you think okay what what did I improve what didn't I one thing that I don't think I proved as much as I thought I should have done was actually my quads um yeah yeah definitely I I think my quads definitely grew Mm. but I do think that all the back squatting that I did um, actually just grew my my glutes and my hamstrings because if you remember when I was back squatting a lot in my off season it was all low bar um, and no high bar and I must admit I uh, I know that soreness is not the main indicator of hypertrophy but I never really had sore quads Never mm. in my entire off season, my recovery capabilities for lower body are very, very, very good. Yeah, I was going to say you recover from legs very quickly, I, though. I do, I do. I can, I, I could probably train legs three times a week, no issues. Yeah, um, but I must admit that since doing more hacks, more assisted squats, more squats that involve like on a leverage squat, or yeah. um, like yesterday um, on the assisted squat, I will get to like active range or where my active range stops so where i stop feeling in my quads basically mm-hmm. and i will pause there and then i will initiate the movement through driving through my heels pushing through the pad and keeping constant tension on my quads and like today my what my quads are really wrecked from that they seem to get really wrecked from doing things like that but i could i you know i could i could squat do five sets of squats um and and go in and sort of do do five sets of squats probably the next day and be okay um training performance probably wouldn't be optimal but i'd be okay i'd be able to do it um so yeah something i'm thinking about this off season is like doing doing more shit that actually makes me feel like i've trained as opposed to just doing shit that i think you know, is, oh, you got to squat, you got to, got to deadlift. Um, sure. 
One, have you thought about doing two leg days so maybe one quad focus day and then one hamstring and glute focus yeah, day i sort of do that already um oh, right, so, okay. so, so one one day i have sort of yesterday's leg day was a primary quad focus so i always start with a leg curl variation because i want just ridiculous hamstrings and i also yeah. feel like i can connect really well with a leg curl variation and not have it take away from anything else in the workout when i put it first yeah. mm. um and it also acts as a bit of a nice activation drill well um, that's it actually do you know I was talk- sorry to interrupt i was talking to that's jack it. about this as well and i've seen so many people just go into the gym and just load up a bar and mm. squat or yeah. load up a bar and bench and you know you just look at them and cringe because you think to yourself oh my god you got to tear that pec or something like that mm. guys really listen to that because if you do need to get blood into that muscle before you start getting into a heavy a compound lift you do so you know do leg extensions do leg curls like aj was saying even do banded stuff i mean you know if you get one of those hip circles mm. and just do banded squats and and like crab walks or something fuck me that activates your glutes like anything yeah but at least it gets blood into your muscle and you're gonna prevent injury that way i mean pe- people people don't do this shit until they get hurt and yeah exactly hurt and then it's too late isn't it? and then they start doing tons of mobility and then when it's better they stop doing the mobility so mm. yeah it's, it's, it's a big thing my my squat warm-up used to be excessive um i used to warm up for probably a good f- half an hour to be honest doing dynamic shit and I, I just got really bored of that to be honest it wasn't really preventing injury any more so than just doing a bit of activation, a bit of like sort of leg raises to the side, leg raises to the front, getting everything moving um, Mm. and then getting into the squat. It's just like just taking my time too much, basically. Um, One other thing that I did change is uh, I, before we went to Prague, it was my sort of hamstring glute focused leg day. And instead of doing a conventional deadlift, I did a sumo. Um, Rationale behind that is like I... I, again, I want ridiculous glutes. And I think I said on the last podcast about adductors. Did I say that on the last podcast? Yeah, Um, I think so. I think we mentioned it. Yeah, so um, I see a lot of people that have amazing adductors do sumo deadlifts. Yeah, Um, yeah. Brett Freeman, who won Lightweight Worlds, he has really, really, really good adductors. Um, And just general thickness to his legs because of his adductors and his inner thigh and he does a lot of sumos i know that he did conventional in the past but he's definitely sumoed for at least a year and he's fairly strong at it as well so um they felt really good they felt really really good um so i'm looking forward to seeing where i can go with them because i basically it's weird i was warming up i was like holy fuck these are really easy um, yeah yeah because <laughs> the shortened range of motion exactly um, can lift heavier yeah and my glutes are already pretty strong from like hip thrusting as well so hip extension is pretty good for me so i reckon i can get really strong at them um i was already matching conventional deadlift numbers within one session brilliant <laughs> so, that's amazing um, I'd, buns I'd, of steel <laughs> I'd, yeah i'd really like to shift some ridiculous weight on those I think you should try and crack a, a watermelon like those yeah. guys say, you know, <laughs> now that you've got those on, crack a watermelon for yeah. Christmas. Um, but yeah, again, like with the with the post that I put up yesterday, like three pictures of my arse. Um, oh, yeah. If, if I have more glute tissue when it comes the next time to diet, uh, it will be relatively easier to get them peeled um because the fact of the the fact that the fact is they weren't diced head to toes because i didn't have enough tissue still didn't have enough tissue for that there you know when when you see people that have extremely striated glutes 
they usually have very big glutes because they've mm. got a lot of tissue to play with. Um, mm. You know, the, good example is um, flex. Yeah, flex yeah, flex those uh, or David K. You know, David. Yeah, he, his his arse is massive. Top to toe, actually, yeah. top to toe striated glutes, and um, that's because he's got you know buns of like he's got huge glutes. Um, so it's a... the circumference and the air, the area that that's he's got covered. Chelsea buns. He hasn't just got baps. He's got Chelsea buns on his ass yeah. with maybe a swirl. So train your glutes, guys, if you're competing or planning to compete um, in male bodybuilding, where the the trunks, yes, they do show the glutes. So you can't hide the sagginess by sort of spreading the trunks around the glutes like some people yeah. try to do. Or using the bikini shelf thing. Yeah, no. Maybe, yeah. You're, you're still fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you just haven't you got can, them. You can see your trunks like sinking into your ass fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and plus, when you train your glutes, it gives you a stronger lower back because it's all yeah. posterior chain movement. So yeah, it's very good you know, for health. yeah absolutely Um, cool well i think i don't know how long we've been going on for but quite a while um while 40 minutes so it's fine it's not too long um so should we wrap it up there is that i think we've pretty much explained everything did you want to talk about anything else um we were just going to mention christmas very quickly if people if you want to do that i know just going on so we have so much should we we briefly touch on that like we'll briefly touch on it i think so what's your Oh, <laughs> okay. So you you start with your plan, okay. and then we'll move over. Cool. So um, yeah, you know, Christmas Day for me um, will be a little bit interesting. It's just like people in my house eat very differently. Um, so uh, I, you know, I, I don't know what what's going to be on offer. Um, we basically don't really have, apart from my dad, we don't really have any meat eaters in my house. Um, oh really yeah my sisters are vegan my mum's like vegan kind of vegan so um it will be interesting as to what we actually have I mean I've said to my dad that I'll happily like I'll cook and I'll do us like turkey and whatever and I quite enjoy that to be honest um but in terms of like stressing about whether I'm going to gain weight or anything I think you'll probably be the same like I'm kind of I, I I I'm kind of more interested to see whether I'd lose weight because if I yeah. <laughs> if 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 I don't eat like frequently and I just eat like crisp like like a normal person like three meals, um unless I snack on like crap which I won't because I don't I don't really like like previous Christmas when I was younger I'd wake up like open up my stocking it would have like you know chocolate orange in it I'd probably demolish the chocolate orange before breakfast. You know, and and then and then you know that's why people pass out on the sofa because they're in like a huge sugar fat coma, um, and I don't really want to feel like that because um, I actually think that unless I've got specific times that I need to be at home for family, I think I'll probably train um, because the gym that I go to down the road, someone is opening it up um, oh. for like just a couple of hours. At the end of the day, training is my me. Training is my favourite part of my day. So if yeah. I'm able to to get a quick session in, I'll I'll do that. I've actually done that a few years, but I didn't do it last year because we had specific things going on. So um, I'll probably train, um, which will be fun. Uh, I won't be eating like my normal meals. Like don't like don't think I'll be doing that. <laughs> um, I I'll miss oats if I don't get the I don't think I'll get the opportunity to eat oats for one day which will be very upsetting. Um we tend to have something like uh, we tend to have like salmon and eggs for breakfast and nice. then we just sort of like have like a small a small lunch and then we have sort of Christmas dinner like just 
sort of uh, like late early afternoon um that tends to be what we do on christmas and that's what I'll, that's what i'll have and i'll just be chilled about it and you know what we were like i was saying you know with 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 coming away from the competition the goal is to limit food focus and have it quite low so my, i'm in a position where you know body fat's at a point where i don't have food focus and i don't feel the need to sort of over consume calories so Good. that's me and i will go i'll go i'll definitely get expenditure in. i'll get my usual usual steps done which will be easy because we'll probably go out for a walk or something um okay. and that's probably one of my biggest tips is like when you like have christmas day just like don't sit on the sofa all day because you're probably not doing that on a day-to-day basis unless you're like your all your family events coincide with sitting down and doing nothing all day and that's that's what you need to do that's what you want to do um then get out explore like do get some steps get some activity don't don't train unless you unless you sort of like um want to or have to or whatever um and if you're in a fat loss phase just take it take it as a day that like just just take it as a day that's just just Christmas and then just crack on with fat loss when you when you're done with Christmas. I don't think that sort of thinking about oh should I restrict massively leading up to Christmas or restrict after. I think you should just take it as a day that yeah, it's Christmas cool. I'll just crack on with my usual macros after that. Yeah. Um and that's that's pretty much um my my tip so like get get moving and and just enjoy it. like I said in my status yesterday just enjoy it your way so whatever your way is to enjoy it whether it's having eight chocolate oranges and feeling sick or you know just not not really eating that much it doesn't really matter yeah. Um, yeah. just enjoy it that's my tip exactly. what create are you the do? memory so um my focus or my little mini goal for christmas this year is literally just to enjoy the day in 2015, I was in prep mode and I was doing fucking burpees in the bathroom and things like that. And Shit, it wow. was, yeah, oh, it was horrendous, mate, proper horrendous. Mm. And I was going out for, for walks, like so many walks, and I just really didn't enjoy the day and it was terrible and I really didn't like it. Oh, um, I like the memory, but obviously mm. I, I didn't enjoy the process of it because I just had this overwhelming fear of guilt um, that I was eating too much and stuff. Yeah. And then last year, or 2016, sorry, I wasn't in prep mode because it was my year off. Mm. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm really going to enjoy Christmas this year and then ended up binging. So it was like, God's sakes, one one extreme to the other. <laughs> so um, this year is literally just like you said, I just want to get up. I want to enjoy my day. Um, and I think my, my mental um, perspective is so much different now than it has been over the last two years where I have found that that middle ground yeah where it's like I don't need to binge my calories are high I'm still ridiculously lean um I won't be training because I'll be up at my mother-in-law's um and we always get snowed in so Mm. um I won't be training at all. However, I will be going for a walk because I'm taking the dog with me. So I'll be taking him for a walk. Oh, he'll, cool. pro- he'll probably have two walks that day because he can't go and run around like a like a knobhead in the field because <laughs> we're in the field. So we just take him on a concrete walk twice a day. Cool. So I'll be doing that. And um, we normally have a regular turkey dinner with the mushiest vegetables that you've ever had in your life because God love my mother-in-law. I really do love her. But she wants to be so organized that she puts the veggies on at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh. We don't eat. Uh, so, and so basically then, like liquid 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Um, it's honestly, it's that it's to to the extent where my kids actually call them Nanny Angie's mushtables. Oh wow, that's so good, that's isn't what it? they're like. Yeah. That's what they're like. Um, and we have piss water gravy as well. Um, because we don't have big lumpy gravy, but it's it is piss water. It's just like brown water. You can't taste gravy granules. But do you know what? <laughs> Even though everybody knows that I am a massive foodie, when yeah. we all sit around that table together and we have the mushtables and we have the piss wet gravy and we have dry turkey, do you know what? I enjoy every yeah, second that's, that's, that's what counts <laughs> isn't it exactly it wouldn't be the same without level. that right no it's yeah. it's what it counts um um i don't know if anybody or does know they probably do know but we lost my brother-in-law oh, last no. year in an accident mm. and um christmas was his favorite time of year and we made piss water gravy for him because he was the only one that liked it <laughs> so even though he wasn't there last year we still made piss water gravy because it was like, well, do you know what? That's been a constant and, you know, consistency and all the rest of it. So so it's that kind of thing. So I'm actually going to enjoy the piss water gravy and the mushrooms because that's what it's it's what creates memories, guys. That's and it. it's me and AJ were talking off air beforehand. And everybody thinks that we're just these two superhuman people who get up in the morning, go and do our cardio, go and lift weights always have a smile on our face, always mm. look at the positive and the bright side. But do you know what? Sometimes shit happens and we are human. Yeah. And it's like AJ was saying, he's going through a bit of a rough patch this week on his Instagram story. Um, and this is what makes us human. So please don't forget that we are human beings. Mm. We are going to enjoy Christmas Day. We are going to create memories. We are going to give that I'm not going to give a fuck attitude for one day mm -hmm. because that's what makes us human. Yeah. Um, and I hope all of you do take a do take that on board and please understand that there is more to life than prep, than weight loss, than muscle gain, than going to the gym. You life is short and family and friends and memories need to be created within that time period. 100%. And, you know, that I think is a really good note to leave it on, because um, I want to obviously say as well, AJ is a massive part in my life at the moment and he is what makes my life consistent. Oh, thank you, Vicky. So that is my that's my top Titan tip. Mm -hmm. Um, so go and enjoy the fuck out of Christmas, mm -hmm. and keep your loved ones close, and your loved ones even closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's guys, it's like it's precious time that you have. So you know, really, really fucking think about that when you know when they sort of you know say. Oh, are you going to be in for Christmas Day? When your family asks you whether you're going to be in, you're thinking, hmm, you know, do I want to go out? Do I want to spend it with, you know, potentially people that are, like, less important? Um, like, or whether you're just going to go out on an all-nighter and, like, then come back and just wake up at 12 with a hang hangover um, and, and just waste time. You know, don't waste time. And also, like, I, I've, I've, I've done it when... You know, my, my grandparents live up in the Midlands. I did it one year when I said to my parents, ah, oh, I actually just want to sort of stay at home and, and do some extra shifts. And that that's that's not something I'll ever do again in my entire life. Um, because that's, 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 you know, especially if your grandparents or, or extra family live, live further away, um, take every opportunity that you have to, to go up and see them. Like, it's important. It really is. Um, so yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Um, and uh, guys, like, make sure to should we do our, our little regular screenshot? Shall I flash podcast? for the screenshot? No, yeah. well, I'm not going to flash. I'm not going to flash. 
<laughs> I think AJ should flash. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> whatever remains of abs that I've got left. Right, okay, cool, let's go. Cool, wicked. <laughs> I know that probably I'll give a few few shout-outs to her. I definitely know that Chrissy, um, who's uh, a client of Revive Stronger's, Chrissy Yeah on Instagram, um, he'll definitely be one of the first to screenshot that. He's <laughs> on the podcast. Um, and then who else is on them? It depends what time we release them, but um, uh, my mate Ben, who's small to swole on Instagram. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, I like he's him. He's always on them so far. So thank you to... You got. I know there's tons of other listeners. Yeah, there I'll is. Give, I'll give shout-outs along the way to people that we're noticing. Um, yeah. but Maybe we should do a competition. The one yeah. who's quickest to the draw, we can, we can do can a competition. First? Yeah, I'll send, you a, I'll send you a Titan badge. You know, yeah. they're like one of those Blue Peter ones. <laughs> no, and we'll do an M&M badge. Well, we will make an M&M badge. That would be wicked, actually. <laughs> we'll do an M&M badge, right? And uh, we'll run a competition in January. And the one who's like the closest or the quickest on the draw to tag us both in those screenshots, we will personally send you an M&M badge over. That's wicked. Yeah, we could start doing like absolute crap giveaways. <laughs> <laughs> my pens <laughs> you get, yeah like you get um a, a hairband or something <laughs> oh that would be so cool a hair eminem hairband um cool anyway guys thank you very much for listening uh love you lots and we will chat uh next week cool we will see you bye bye